1986, Doctor Who ended its 23rd season without a script editor. When he interviewed for the job, Andrew Cartmel naturally discussed things like story structure, characterization, and writing scripts that were feasible on a BBC budget. But what he really wanted to do as the hand-guiding Doctor Who storytelling was to overthrow the government. According to Cartmel's autobiography, that answer got him the job. And his very real dissatisfaction with Thatcher-era politics led directly to a story that premiered on this day in 1988. I'm Kim Horcher, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for November 2nd, the day that the Doctor and Ace met the Happiness Patrol. As the script editor throughout the three-year reign of Sylvester McCoy's seventh Doctor, Andrew Cartmel was eager to find and develop new writing talent. And whether consciously or subconsciously, he assembled a stable of rookie writers with a political bent very similar to his own, including Graham Curry, writer of The Happiness Patrol. Over the three-part story, the Doctor and Ace, who is making only her second trip in the TARDIS, visit a troubled human colony on the planet Terra Alpha. The colony's governor, Helen A., rules with an iron fist, and it's literally illegal to voice displeasure with her policies. Actually, it's illegal to voice any displeasures at all. Anyone who openly expresses any negative emotions of any kind find themselves surrounded by the Happiness Patrol, an all-female firing squad tasked with removing so-called killjoys from the population permanently. The three parts of the story happen in a single night, a night on which the Doctor decides that this is an empire that urgently needs toppling before anyone else dies. In referring to this era of Doctor Who, early internet fandom developed a shorthand for the kinds of stories that the series was doing. Trad, rad, and mad. Traditional, radically different, and no shorthand needed, utterly mad. The Happiness Patrol, with its day-glow wigs and makeup for Helen A. and her Happiness Patrol, was definitely in that latter category. Not many people knew what to make of it at the time, but the passage of time, memoirs, and DVD commentaries have made it clear that Curry and Cartmel, and quite a few members of that cast, were launching their own gleeful, in-your-face criticism of Margaret Thatcher, Britain's then-prime minister. Between the brightly colored characters, some strangely effective cheap sets, real-life blues harmonica mixed in with the usual synthesized music, and the spectacle of a murderous robot minion made out of candy, the BBC brass managed to miss the political allegory altogether. But some sharp-eyed critics noticed the allegory, and some even detected social commentary that wasn't in the foreground including the plight of the gay populace under Thatcher's less permissive regime, and the state of organized labor in the UK as well. The story's writer and script editor were clearly working on multiple levels, including a powerful scene in which the doctor, with the barrel of a gun inches away from his face, dares a couple of Helena's snipers to lay down their weapons. As for the Doctor and Ace toppling an entire government overnight, this was an early volley in Cartmel's plan to introduce darker shades of the Doctor's personality, recasting the Time Traveler as a master manipulator, a personality trait that has worked its way into 21st century Doctor Who. After all, says a much later Doctor of another fictional Prime Minister, 
Don't you think she looks tired? It's not a perfect slice of Doctor Who by any means. The alien makeup for Terra Alpha's indigenous inhabitants weren't quite ready for prime time, and there's a creature somewhat important to the plot that's brought to life by a less than convincing puppet. But the Happiness Patrol also painted the TARDIS pink and gleefully proved that Star Trek wasn't the only sci-fi on late 80s TV that could tackle serious topics. In hindsight, it seems that happiness did prevail after all. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for November 2nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.